0: You're listening to a ShockCast Original. Shock.
1: Boys and girls, the plan is simple. We're going to make a ballers episode in this final episode of this season. Joining with me
0: is... Enough. Hello and I am glad to be back Unfortunately, Catalina's not here with us again today However, we will do her proud by speaking about the most baller pieces of technology or ergonomic furniture that you could possibly have in your home for your gaming or video or even media consumption setups
1: Just to separate between the average uh, tech enjoyers and the very very like you know like the chat tag enjoyers right so let's start off with the chairs so
0: yeah we we've kind of given people a bunch of recommendations with chairs like like mm. 50 ringgit Ikea chairs like 100 ringgit like Shopee or Lazada chairs like not the stool chairs okay. yeah not the not plastic <laughs> stools yeah sure that's the free answer there but not the plastic stools maybe even the couple of hundred ringgit chairs you get at like local furniture stores mm-hmm. but what do we have for the ballers out there
1: so one of the ballers chairs out there at least in my price range from from by I think of like the ball is, is circular which is about like 1800
0: bring it yeah and that is for one of the probably most top of the line Chair that you could Possibly get right now The Secret Lab Titan The Titan Evo The brand new one That just came out A couple of days ago right. And uh, you know You would think that Spending a thousand Eight hundred ringgit On a chair Would constitute As too much mm-hmm. Now you know Not to jump to Secret Lab's defense But to also Give a bit of respect To the amount of Engineering they put In chairs like this This chair Literally a gel Cooled cushion That you sit your butt on right. And um, this chair Also has multiple Layers of foam That makes it Super dense Like holding the, One of these chairs Feels Uh like... Holding an old like CRT TV, it is heavy. It is a hefty piece of furniture as well. So you can kinda of understand why the price range kinda of reaches like a thousand eight hundred ring. Right. Yeah. And not to mention, you know, there's ergonomics and all that great stuff where the chair kinda of helps your back via lumbar support and mm. even something as simple as like the pillow that you rest your head on is also kind of cooled by some gel or something like that. Right.
1: But I think like some some of the like even the office chair also have that kind of like features, but not as extensive as secret labs, right? Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly.
0: Secret lab then also has The branding Secret Lab looks fierce Secret Lab looks very Gamery Secret Lab looks very Like Garang You know as the Malays (laughs) (laughs) And uh, the idea here Is uh, These chairs Are a symbol As well Mm. The uh, Idea of getting A Secret Lab chair Is kind of like A step up From your regular Office or home chair As well It is something More of an Looked at as more Of an investment Something that's going to Last you quite a bit of time Hence the rather hefty Price point Mm -hmm. Now that is A regular Joe's version Of trying to explain Why a chair like this Costs so much We also have The flip side of the coin Mm -hmm. Which is a chair That comes in At a whopping 6,200 ringgit Which isn't even available In Malaysia And you know what I'm talking about Was it like The HM Embody G If I remember correctly Yeah 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 yeah. So it's the Herman Biller Embody now this isn't just The regular Herman Miller Embody. This is the Herman Miller Embody G The one in collaboration With Logitech right. Done in collaboration Together with Logitech And the idea is This chair is meant to be The pinnacle Of ergonomic chairs This chair is meant to be So healthy for your back That you will live An extra 10 years Off of the fact That you will not have Back problems By the time you reach The age of 50 Because here's the thing When it comes to like chair like, I, I don't really consider like Chair
1: as my most Priority one But like I, I know that I'll be really Really comfortable with like with the office chair. Yeah, right? me too. Right. In fact, like if I'm going to like buy like a really expensive chair, like Secretlab will be like much more like comfortable. I don't even like think that, or rather, like I don't even cross my mind would get a Herman Miller chair. The uh, uh, HM G. Like why Would I justify myself To get that chair?
0: Yeah I can't even begin To think of the people That would go out And buy something like this As well And I think Kat can relate here As well Because Kat works on a dining chair Right And I work they on like A 50 ringgit Ikea chair And you use a dining chair yeah. too So you know the, the fact that these things exist They serve the same function As like something That you can get for like Free mm. Like a plastic chair mm. But they're so Insanely expensive Now let's begin To kind of dissect A little bit about The Herman Miller G. Mm-hmm. So if you could possibly, you know, pause the podcast really quickly, go look up a picture of the Embody G or the Herman Miller Embody, you can have an idea of how the chair looks. Now, the spinal support structure at the back of that chair, doesn't that give you the most insane tryptophobia you've ever seen? Because that stuff looks creepy at night. Yeah. That stuff looks really scary. I, will, I would rather like, buy like Ogawa like chair. Yeah, I would <laughs> rather buy an Ogawa chair too. If I was going to spend like two thousand ringgit on a chair, Ogawa's up there as Dude, well, like, along oh with like, Seeker Rab, you know? However, this thing, this thing, this... Embody G Oh my lord The level of comfort That you are supposed to have When being on this chair Is uh, unlike any other Apparently it is one of the best Investments that most streamers, YouTubers, content creators are actually getting into these days because even as you buy the chair and you use it as well, mm-hmm. the price of it is not actually going to drop by that much because that chair is going to be only produced by Herman Miller themselves in collaboration with Logitech and being sold for the six thousand plus plus ringgit price point. That it's gonna stay that way for quite a long time, right? Oh, actually, you know what? Before we jump into the next one, this is a little bit off tangent.
1: When I mentioned Ogawa, AC actually like making a collaboration with Ogawa as well. If I oh, remember correctly. yes, I did
0: hear this, and even uh, I. I believe Predator, the brand yeah, under yeah, Acer, yeah, yeah. is the one that's doing this, right? They're making a massage gaming chair. Yeah, I was like, okay, all
1: right, okay, understandable.
0: Kind of bridge that as well. Uh-huh. There are also other really mimi chairs. There are. There's a chair from Galax that has RGB on it, and right. I believe Razer just released an RGB chair as well. Right. And there are also chairs with speakers built into them, and we're kind of going to use that as a bridge to the next thing that we want to talk about, which is speakers. Mm-hmm. Now, what is the most baller thing in terms of speakers that you've come across?
1: So the most. Baller speakers that I can think of like um, will be like Logitech G series that would be like the most volatile one but because I'm a streamer myself we rely on audio interface and a couple of like um, speakers and also like um, headphones if you use any but I think, like, most of streamers using using headphones as well. We're going yep. to get back into that later. But I think when it comes to, like, ball stuff, when it comes to, like, audio setups, audio interface will be down the line, like, the most useful thing that you will actually going to have. The only problem is that audio interface have so many brands and they're all in the different price range. It's just a matter of, like, what kind of, like, audio interface that you Yeah, and,
0: like, even something like the uh, G-Series speakers from Logitech, for example, right? Like, mm-hmm. those are... 500 ringgit For for speakers that are Going to go on top of your desk
1: Right I mean like In the previous episode When it comes to like Amazon Echoes As well as Google Home
0: Nest Mini right Their speakers are quite good Yeah we have We have these 10, 15 ringgit Cheap speakers That you can buy too But then you also have this That's like (laughs) 700, 600, 800 Somewhere around that range Of price for like a couple of speakers that are going to fit it on your desk and play the same audio at the end of the day. And, um, you know, you can even whine about it not having RGB. Right. And the counter-argument to that is the Razer Nomo actually comes with RGB and it's the same thing. It's 600 Wait, bucks it? for a pair of speakers. Yeah, the okay. Razer Nomo has a Chroma variant these days. Oh, right. Okay. okay that okay. comes yeah, with yeah. RGB. And you're essentially paying extra money for a little bit of fluff that you're not going to use something like <laughs> RGB on your speakers. But at the end of the day, you're also getting significantly more for the actual Bulk of the speaker itself right. The sheer sound And the drivers That go into these speakers The subwoofer That comes along with right, these they things They do have
1: subwoofers, right? Yeah, there's dedicated yeah, yeah, yeah. subwoofers as
0: well And um, something like this Kind of justifies the reason As to why something like this Is way more expensive Than the 10-15 ringgit speakers That you can buy At a Pasa Malam. Mm. Last time, when Pasamalam Was a thing <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, COVID yeah. uh, Made Pasamalam's A thing of the past right. Now, what we then Began to speak about Is as soon as You breached this gap of like a couple of hundred to like five, six, seven hundred bucks for speakers, you have the ability to then go into getting an audio interface, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, you know, maybe you can try to give people a bit of a foundation as to what an audio interface really is.
1: So the audio interface is basically it's a physical way for you to control all the audios in and out, right? So instead of you using the Windows volume controls, you have this physical, but it have much more like granular controls so that your audio sounds much more clearer, both in and out. Like, for example, you can set your EQ, um, you can, you know, like, there's a standard, like, volume as well. You also have a dedicated mute button as well. So you can like mute in, in Windows as well. So it's much more elegant solutions when it comes to like audio, at least in my opinion.
0: Yeah, and I think so too. I have seen that most people, myself included, who want to make this jump from using a regular 2.1 or 5.1 speaker setup at home mm-hmm. and turn that into a full-on audio phase-driven setup. Right. And the reason for that is what you're doing is you're then taking off all of the load on the built-in audio driver in your, in let's just say your PC, for example, or your laptop, right. and you're putting it in a dedicated interface that sits on your desk. Yeah. That's where all the audio processing is going to be done. That's where all the audio routing in and out is going to be done. Right. When you have that, you can then connect that interface to any speakers that you want. Right. You don't have to select from a brand like Logitech, for example. You could go to, for example, uh, Adam as well. You could mm-hmm. get the highest possible tier of Studio monitoring speakers And hook it up to the audio interface as well Right You can actually control The level of quality That you get from these speakers itself Like Mm. you choose What you want With the audio interface that you have Right Now one of the other interesting things That also happens When you get an audio interface Is you can connect A microphone into it You no longer yeah. Yeah You no longer need To actually Plug your microphone in via USB To the back of your computer Right You can actually use Like a studio microphone Right You can use something Like sure You could always Always very easily Go with the HyperX Quadcast, you know, or you could go with the Quadcast RGB if you really want the RGB. Where it's a Listen, USB microphone, it's really easy to plug in. It's really I, I, easy to use. Oh, well, then I
1: th- I think that the entire conversation when it comes to like baller tech, it, it must have RGB. Oh yeah, it has to
0: have come with RGB. Although, <laughs> is it really baller if it comes if it doesn't come with RGB? That's true. Though. Is it really? And um, you you see the thing is you could go with something like a Quadcast RGB right. where it plugs in via USB, but something just like that, that microphone alone is seven hundred ringgit already. Mm. Oh oh, bear with me now. Oh. You could go one step above and you could go with something like the Shure SM7B. That mic alone is close to two thousand ringgit. That doesn't even factor in the audio interface and the speakers and everything and all the wires that you're using. But you could plug that mic directly into the audio interface and now you would have the cleanest audio known to mankind itself. Right. And um, to give people a very clear audio example of what we mean by these really high-end microphones like the Shure SM7B, we have and we are speaking on right now Road Broadcaster Microphones These are the same type of microphones That I used to produce The SM7B style of microphones as well So this is the level of clarity That you would be able to have While sitting at your desk Speaking on a voice call Or even over Discord or Skype To the people that you know Your friends etc so
1: when it comes to like um, microphones, like there are like different kinds of microphones that are dynamic and that they are condenser. Regardless of what kind of like microphones that you pick up, if it's an SLR, you are guaranteed
0: to have a re- really, really clean audio. I can imagine people wondering, like, what is this massive microphone sitting in front of you? Mm. And then they listen to you and they're like, wow,
1: why is that. this guy
0: insanely more clear than everybody else in this call? I know, right? And uh, that is just the clear power that something like a... Interface coupled up with a good microphone mm-hmm. And a good headset can do mm-hmm. Now, you know You can even plug in Really, really good pair of headsets Into these audio interface, And the audio interface Has a built-in engine That can run Some really high-end headsets The higher end the headset I believe the resistance goes up Which takes a lot more power to run it That's why these audio interfaces are a thing mm-hmm. You can run much more High-quality headsets From Beyerdynamic From even Audio-Technica As well as like JBL as well Right, you know, Some really, really high Powered headsets That give you Insane levels of clarity Mm -hmm. Now One really big problem I have with a lot of headsets Is um, They often come with microphones And the microphones Are insanely subpar Yeah Hence why we had An entire session Talking about Really baller microphones And Just to give people The scale of ballerness That we're on right now You have gone From owning A 500 ringgit 2.1 2.1 speaker setup with a subwoofer to now having an audio interface which may cost upwards of a thousand. You have a headset which can occasionally cost multiple thousands. Oh, right. You have a microphone which can also cost multiple thousands. Right. And then at last but not least, you have all the cable and initial intermediary things that go between all of these things mm. to connect. You are now well within the range of five to six to even seven thousand ringgit. Yeah, is is
1: doable? Is doable? It's doable, it's
0: doable but... but just to give people a scale of what something like this would cost in their day-to-day lives, this is where we're currently sitting at. You know, just to get yourself off the ground, think of like possibly seven thousand ringgit already. Right. You know. So let's now take a bit of a, I want to say a bit more of a basic turn, you know. Mm-hmm. We've spoken about chairs which have gone in, into like the six 7000 range. We've spoken about speakers that can get really expensive as well and microphones that can get really expensive as well. Mm-hmm. And even headsets that are pretty mm-hmm. pricey too. Now let's talk about mouse a mouse, mice, please, whatever people call please, them
1: these days. Please, please, there's RGB in this list. No, nope, there's plenty of RGB in this okay, list. Okay, okay, you can't okay.
0: run away from RGB. <laughs> 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 and yeah, you know, you, you have these ten ringgit mice that you can get from your local computer store. Like super, or even super small ones. Yeah, you know, the kind that they give you for free when you buy a laptop Yay. sometimes. Sure, that may be 10 bucks, but we're not here to talk about that today. Now, I want to talk about the baller mice that exists out there. Mm. So... I'm going to instantly start off with the Glorious Model O wireless. So, Glorious is a very well-known peripheral manufacturer. They make mice and keyboards. And their mice have been known to start off the honeycomb texture to take a lot of the weight away ah, from the right, microphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the, a lot of mice that exist in the scene right now all follow this honeycomb kind of design to kind of really drastically reduce the weight of the mouse itself. However, what happens then is... um. Everybody began copying this thing And then Glorious was just like No, we're going to one-up you again We're going to take this honeycomb design we're going to turn it wireless Mm -hmm. And they were the first people To manufacture an ultra-light wireless mouse as
1: well I think Logitech followed that suit later on, right? Yes,
0: they did And Logitech and Razer both They were very close in this race They also proceeded to launch the Viper Ultimate The personal mouse that I use on a day-to-day basis Mm -hmm. Because I genuinely think it's the best mouse in the world As well as the Logitech G Pro Superlight. Right Now just to give you a scale, the Model Wireless being possibly the best wireless mouse on the planet is about 400 ringgit. Mm-hmm. The Viper Ultimate which I use on a day-to-day basis and I think is the best mouse in, a, in the world is already 700 ringgit. Right. The G Pro Superlight is somewhere within that range as well. And that's not the end of it. These mice do extend to the thousands of ringgits as well. We have the Razer Viper 8K. It's a wired mouse. It's not even wireless mm-hmm. and it's a 1200 ringgit. You know why? It has an 8K sensor inside of it. And this 8K sensor Has multiple different benefits Mainly in terms of Response time Of how fast you click And how fast things Happen on the screen right. There's a lot of The scientific And um, engineering based studies That have been published By Razer to back up This claim mm-hmm. However I just want to Tell you that Paying a 1200 For a wired mouse does, um, what, how does How do you feel about that? I, yeah. Okay hold on Hold on like If, you,
1: if you're talking about Like Razer Naga like for example, right? Yeah. So, reason I got like, uh, I think like they, they have like, well, maybe like something around like eight to twelve um, macro micro micro on buttons the side, on the, thumb on the buttons, side. Right? Yes. Okay, if, if it's that, I can understand that. But for like regular mouse, just that, like for
0: 1000 ringgit, like, I don't think it's just it is a thousand plus ringgit mouse that is still wired and still too small for my hand. Yeah. That's it, how sad I am when it, I use this it, thing.
1: It, be, because like, like Razor Naga is like quite big
0: Yeah it's huge Razor actually doesn't have any They, they also have like the diamondback And yeah, quite yeah, a few yeah, like yeah. the basilisk You know the mice that are actually big for your hands mm. And and then you have this and, <laughs> and this just blows my mind That something like this is within the thousands of ringgit as well You know um, And we do have additional other mice that exist out there You have a mouse that is made with like gold inside of it A mouse that comes from a titanium chassis You know You have mice that are Coming within the range of three to four thousand ringgit out right, there too. Right. They don't come from big name manufacturers like Razer, ASUS, Logitech, and all. But they do exist as well. These things are for the real ballers out there. You know, the people that really want the tippy top that exists.
1: It's kind of it's, it's kind of like when you want to buy a Hyundai and a Lamborghini. Basically. Yeah, exactly yeah. The
0: Hyundai being The free master you get With your laptop And then this is the Lamborghini You know Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, where
1: there's No marketing error
0: Exactly yeah. And okay, you know Kind of just to follow up On like mice We also have keyboards You know, the closing out topic That we can talk about today mm-hmm. Now, this brand I'm rather happy To talk about this brand actually Because this brand Is very close to heart I have one of their keyboards as well mm-hmm. It is Keychron Every single person I know Has begun buying a Keychron keyboard Now that they work from home Not just because It is really really good Not like, me yeah, Like bro. I'm not Why even joking These keyboards are really good you, Even you have a Keychron keyboard No, no I, don't, I don't Oh you Man, don't have a keyboard yet? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but the point is These keyboards can be used For both Windows and Apple And these keyboards Provide an insane level Of ergonomics to people like the sheer amount That you're getting For the amount that you spend With these keyboards Like a Keychron C2 Or c C1 Is like 300 ringgit Right okay. And the amount of value That you're going to get From one thing like this This thing is Wireless Has Bluetooth Runs on both Apple and Windows And has dedicated remapping for all of the buttons. And okay, the keys. so
1: so I have I have a question. How's the actuation point, like the the pressure when you pressing a key? See, funny you should
0: ask because these latest set of Keychron keyboards use mainstream mechanical key switches.
1: Oh, which 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 one was it?
0: So we have the Cherry MX Red right. or even the KL Red switches that are in the Keychron C one and C two. Okay, we have gateron yellows browns and reds that are present in the keychron k series of keyboards and we even have these uh the keychron series that has a fully hot swappable PCB so you can put oh, any switch you want in there all right so if you wanted to drop in a kale. Cream switch for example mm-hmm. Or Novel Keys cream switch Which is meant to feel As smooth as butter Right When you're typing You could do that With these keyboards as well And um, you know Now we're now we're getting into Things that are slightly more expensive Because you don't just have to Buy the keyboard You have to buy the key switches And then drop yeah. them in And you could possibly Go crazy You could buy new keycaps Drop those in too From 300 ringgit You've now spent 600 ringgit On a keyboard mm-hmm. right Now let's talk about Keyboards that are touching the thousand ringgit mark Mm -hmm. Over here in Malaysia We are no stranger to that We have the Logitech G915 Right This is a keyboard That is 980 ringgit In Malaysia The cheapest I could find it This keyboard is again A low profile slim keyboard Comes with fully wireless Bluetooth capabilities Dedicated media buttons on the right Full per key RGB on the keyboard Because is it really baller If it doesn't come with RGB Right (laughs) And this (laughs) thing is almost a thousand ringgit Imagine that
1: When it comes to media control I don't
0: really use that Yeah, I just used to think in my, like, in Windows itself.
1: For those who are really concerned about, like, media keyboard, right? And on your keyboard, you can look at the either FN key, like, maybe at at the uh, F key, like, F1 to uh, F9, for example. If you see, like, an arrow, something like that, then it is a media key. It's a hot key for a media key. Throughout this entire year of me using that, not even
0: once, yeah, if I needed to pause Spotify I would just press pause in Spotify Yeah, exactly If I needed to pause a YouTube video I would just press pause in the YouTube video I, I guess this is, this is
1: mostly people Who are really into um, media consumption
0: right? Yeah, possibly, possibly You know, when you're kind of Because it's a wireless keyboard You could possibly be sitting on your desk or something mm, Or yeah. no, you could possibly be sitting on your bed or something And then you want something to quickly Dial down the volume In case something rather unruly is playing in the background Right Or you could, you know, just use it to quickly pause If you want to just jump to the bathroom and come back mm. Like, you know I understand the existence Of these things And why they exist as well Right um, However you know A thousand ringgit For a keyboard Still doesn't really make set, That much sense to me And yeah. um, you have to understand One thing I am a fan of Custom building My own keyboards I built my own keyboards Multiple times I have like My fifth keyboard being built at the moment right now Ooh. and even for example I, I am actually going to gift you custom built keyboard at some point oh, in the future as yeah. well as a birthday present possibly because our birthdays are really close actually yeah <laughs> our birthdays are way too close to to for, no, for normal people but yeah and the idea of building a custom keyboard is if you give me a thousand ring and tell me to spend it on a logitech keyboard or if you just give me a thousand ring and say build a keyboard i would go right. and build a keyboard right now yeah now this is possibly a topic for a completely different time. Because the custom mechanical keyboard market is huge. It's massive. However, the real ballers out there, they know where it's at. Mm-hmm. It's at the mechanical keyboard market. Right. These keyboards, the case alone that you fit the parts and the switches into... Can be upwards of a thousand ringgit sometimes. Mm -hmm. The PCB, the printed circuit boards that the switches go into and then sit in the case, that can be a thousand ringgit at times. The way the PCB is mounted to the case, that could be like between five different types of mounting, and each of those alone have their own dedicated price ranges. Maybe
1: maybe some of the case like made a genuine wood, for example.
0: Yeah, exactly. A case that is made with like, for example, oak wood. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You could easily get one of those, but be prepared to pay a thousand bucks as well. You know, the key switches that go into the keyboard themselves. Each switch has a variable range from being a few cents to being a few dollars. Mm. Certain switches are combinations of multiple switches in one. You know, you have an ice cream switch and a popsicle switch. Right. And you can, yeah, these are real names of real keyboard switches. Don't believe me, go and Google them. You could combine those two and create creamsicle switches. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you're now paying for two separate switches, you know, Mm -hmm. and you're only using one at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. And uh, the point I'm trying to make here is if you really wanted the baller end of keyboards, this is where it's at. This is the mechanical keyboard market. Consider doing a bit of reading online because it's a fairly vast and robust market, and it is absolutely brilliant that certain keyboards in the world can cost upwards of twenty thousand ringgit. The keyboard that Tifu uses. Tifu is a very popular streamer on Twitch. His keyboard is valued at 25,000 ringgit. Glory. The keyboard that Linus from Linus Tech Tips made with fully gold key Oh, yeah, caps, the, yeah, yeah. That keyboard is valued at $10,000. just dumb. Like, I'm just yeah, just sure, dumb. these things sound really stupid, but they exist and they're out there. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I believe that is the end of episode 10. That is also the end of season two of Technipod. Thank you everyone who
1: is listening to this entire season. We really, really do appreciate your support and uh, hopefully we will be coming back for season three Because this is actually like a lot of fun Not just a lot of fun But it's actually both a, um you know, like educational value for us Especially like, you know, like educating you guys As well as before we come to a certain topic We actually like did a little bit of research of ourselves But we also, you know, like based on our own knowledge as well Just so you guys have some A little bit of insight what we are thinking about But uh, yeah, and this is uh, Aiden And I'm Nov And we are signing off See you guys next time